our life. Okay. Okay. There we go. It's like I accept it. I accept it. I am live. Hello. We are live. Hello, everyone. Today I'm talking with Dana about children and children's day. And I'm really looking forward to this because this sounds like fun. So do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Oh, yes, yes. My name is Dana Palku. I'm Romanian, but I've been living in Italy for the last almost 20 years. So I can say, you know, I'm half Italian, maybe half of my, almost half of my life was in, was mm -hmm. in Italy. Yeah. And I'm a coach as Diana. I'm an inside coach. I'm an energy healer. And I used to work in the cinema. So many, many things. I, I've done many things in my life. Cool. That's cool. So, as we talked about a bit earlier, today is Children's Day, and I wasn't even aware of that, which is also quite fascinating because I do have children. <laughs> yeah. And um, so we looked at a couple of things up and we saw that um, one of the things is that in former communist countries, it's celebrated quite widely on the 1st of June. But what we also found is that <clears throat> the, um, what was it again? The UN, they declared. Uh, in the Declaration of the Rights of the Child on the 20th of November 1959 that there would be a Children's Day celebrated on the 20th. Now, many countries have very different views on that, so things go very different in a lot of different countries. And I know that, for instance, in, in England, where I live, it's officially, let me look at that, done on a weekend in the summer so that children can go outside so this year it was on the 15th of may now i wasn't even aware of that i didn't see anything Who knows about about it, but, yeah. <laughs> but in some areas they will definitely celebrate it so that's actually a nice thing to make it in nice weather day because you know the 20th of november in, in the uk might not be so nice so happy <laughs> so, <laughs> you know it's kind of cold and wet then so children won't be having so much fun so that was definitely a good choice to make it a day in summer and this has gotten me curious. How does that get celebrated in Romania? Because you did celebrate it. Yes, absolutely. In Romania, it's a big holiday. In actually, in the I don't know since when it became a national holiday, first of June. So the Romanian taking are taking very serious, seriously celebrating mm -hmm. their children. And now they off to school, and there are many things organized, you know, during the day for the children. Nice. And so the parents will be free from work so they can stay home with their children and celebrate. But then when I was a child, and by the way, I grew up in the communist era, era, and the 1st of June was already always celebrated by, you know, sport competitions, um, lots of cultural thing, you know, dancing and, you know, yeah. Many of them, they were really communists as, you know, basic singing or whatever. But the kids, I have to say, they, they, the kids, most of the kids will have fun in that day because, it, you know, yep. they were aware, you know, it's their day. And, you know, when you are a child, you don't, you're not aware about the nasty side of the communists era. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I love that about children then they can have fun in whatever mm -hmm. condition they were yeah. living. Yeah, I, I've seen some, some videos of children in very poor areas 
where they only barely had enough to eat and still they had a good time still they were playing with balls still they were doing all sorts of stuff and laughing with each other you know the moment it gets worse than that then children don't have much fun anymore either but it's it's just fascinating that how much children can live in the moment in comparison to what adults do and you know, I, I have a grandchild, so I see that a lot, that she lives so much more in the moment. And so does my dog, to be fair, because he doesn't care much. As long they as live he's in fed, a, he's happy. <laughs> yeah, they live in the present moment and they, they live do. happily in and with joy. That So we came with that kind of quality of living mm -hmm. in a present moment yes. and with joy. And yeah. kind of, you know, growing up, we kind of lose that type of quality. And sometimes we remember it but not all the time. The children, like actually, I've been to Africa. I, I've been to Niger, which mm. is one of the Oof. most- That's a poor area. Poor, yeah, the poor country. And, yeah. you know, I was amazed, you know, the children will, will play like any other children in the world. They will yeah. just sort of go around and, you know, do their things. And, you know, we can imagine, you know, they were like crying in an angle as, mm -hmm. you know, the photos, or like dying it's true it's true that kids are dying of hunger that's yeah. that's also true but even in the poorest country the children would do what the children do all the time they would play and they will try to have fun yeah i think that is a very very important thing in life to find the joy in the moments that you have because one of the things i'm i find a lot of things that buddha has said really interesting and um, one of them was and i probably butchered the whole thing but this is how it came across to me is that we suffer and why do we suffer because we are worried that this moment that we are having a good time now is going to stop so we're always worried about what's next instead of live right now and have a good time and when can you live actually only right now there's no way in living Tomorrow. And five minutes from now or five minutes ago, I'm not there. I'm right here with you right now. That's the only time I can you know, live and make the most of it. So be in the present moment as children and my dog do. He's now laying there sleeping, having a good time, snoring away a bit. I hope nobody hears it. <laughs> but yeah, that's just, just it, it makes life so much more relaxed when you don't worry about what next year will bring. Absolutely, because absolutely what can we do about it not an awful lot yeah so we can just observe children and dogs yes. and cats yeah. and see how they do it and yeah. then try to unlearn mm -hmm. how to worry how to create anxiety yes because that's that's how how buddha did put it that you create your suffering from your thinking absolutely so and your that's mind, the cheeky mind yeah oh my mind can go anywhere honestly it really has a has a life of its own at times and then that was, a, that was an interesting story and the moment i can take that step back and see that it was an interesting story it's okay sometimes i have to say maybe i should just write all these stories down because they're not gonna happen but then yeah, at least someone just, can have fun with it <laughs> absolutely they're just stories yeah absolutely so the idea of um i had once i don't know if it's a meditation or just I had this being, I don't know, it was my soul, who seems a kind of a, someone very relaxed yeah. doing the nails. So that's, mm -hmm. you know, and she or he, I, I can't have a 
Jen. <laughs> so, so, so why don't you, why don't you just have fun? Mm-hmm. So why are you worried? And I said, oh, but then how can I get things done if I don't worry? Because this is what we learn. We learn that in order to get things done, we need to worry. We need to process. So yeah. how can unlo- we unlearn that way and just be yeah. joyous? You know, one of my friends was talking about him doing the dish. He's, <clears throat> he's actually quite a successful businessman but is also into personal development and meditation. And one of his joys of the day is doing the last bit of dishes by hand in the evening on his own in the kitchen, because then he can be in the present moment, see the joy of the dishes getting clean and then drying them and putting them away and then looking at what he's done. So he's not worried about it. He just has to see this looks so good. And he closes the kitchen door and locks it because he lives where he lives that's what you do I don't know but yeah then he locks it for the night and goes to bed and just him describing that joy I just think a lot of people would worry about that kitchen not being tidy enough it's not something he worries about he doesn't worry about his business anymore either the more he can get into that chill place the better his business is going which he also found really fascinating it's been you know I've known him for years now and it's been really fascinating talking with him about his journey into having more fun in life and being more at peace with himself. Absolutely. Yeah, By the way, this kitchen yeah, bit. I, I, lo- I love the, I think that's the only piece of things that chores I will really enjoy the washing, washing dishes. I like to feel the, the water on my hands mm-hmm. and that yeah. kind of put me in the living mm. the present moment. Yes, that's what it does for him as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a type of meditation. I like. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. That meditation. So, yeah. but you know, people can do all the things that we uh, call unpleasant, and mm. you know, yeah, sometimes not easy to get. Okay, how can I make this unpleasant action? Mm-hmm. How can I switch it and look at it? How oh, how can I yeah. transform it into be a uh, um, maybe at the beginning you can't make it or something. Oh, this is so mm-hmm. fun. But just try to live the moment. What what yeah. else can it, what, what 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 can that action bring you? Can bring you if you are aware of present what you're doing. It can bring that something. It's just much more fun to do. And that actually, when you were just talking, that reminded me of a part of the book, the Continuum Concept. I don't know whether you've read it, but it's by Jean Lidloff, and she's visiting the Equana in South America with a team of partially, I think, Italian anthropologists. And then they go with canoes through the area. And then at some point they need to take a canoe up on a mountain, a hill, I don't know how high. And then the Ikana people, they just take it and it bashes into their legs and everything. And they ended up with bruises and cuts and all sorts, but they just have a good time. They're singing, they're doing, because they're just in the present moment. But the Western anthropologists, they ended up cursing and angry whenever that boat hit their leg. And then these Ikwana had to say, they didn't understand because they got to do this. They, you know, they did something special. So it was not to like, you know, a couple of cuts and bruises happen whenever, but no, we Westerners have a bit of a different view on that kind of stuff clearly because everything is, seems to be hard work. And yeah. so we are suffering an awful lot. But that, that book was, was really fascinating because it's, 
it's a it's a she's explaining the, the whole journey that she did with these anthropologists but with that she also talks about how children were raised there children had a ton of freedom they weren't really parenting or anything so it was more about mum keeps a bit of an eye on the child when it's really young but they don't stop a child from going near the fire or getting whatever sharp object or anything there's no nothing like that children go swimming together in whatever river they have near there so children live their children's lives and the parents they live their own lives they still you know they do the adult things they need to do but they have fun doing the adult things while the children have fun doing the children's things so i, I learned a lot about parenting from that book to be fair and that yeah kind of given my kids that kind of freedom within the constraints of the western world that we live in and it's served them quite well 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 done diana i'm happy you did so yeah. most well, there, of there's us, a lot you know, of people some... doing it yeah well absolutely that's that's i think that's brilliant mm -hmm. and um yeah well how can we take that joy that children have and then really anchor it in our life what can we do to do so? I think reflecting on whether our worries are getting us anywhere other than feeling bad. Well, I found in my life that the more I reflected on how much I was worrying, the more I realized, well, no, it's ruining my moment, but it's not actually fixing my problem. So just seeing that problem more as a project instead of a problem did help, because what can I do right now to create something that whatever I think is a problem or worry about won't happen that way. Well, there's plenty of things you can do at the moment and then find the joy in doing the projects. And for me, that's worked. What have you done? Hmm. Find the joy in getting messy. Let's oh, say. that is a good one. Yes. Well, get, obviously it's going to get messy because when I start doing stuff, it's never going to get tidier. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it worked, and that comes from my spiritual path, that mm -hmm. if I find, if I'm doing everything I do, I can put it in the way not, I have to do it, because mm -hmm. then you have to do it, because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing, you know, I need to eat, so I'm concentrating on eating, because my, my body needs food. Mm -hmm. So I'm really aware, okay, okay, my body needs food. So I'm happy to give my body food. And yeah. so this is why I cook so I can give my body a healthy mm -hmm. food. So yeah. if you are aware of, if I, you switch the perspective, so I mm -hmm. don't have to do it. Yeah. I choose to do it because, so in this way, sometimes, because sometimes we, you know, as you know, sometimes cooking is not as fun, if, especially if you cook lunch and dinner after a while, mm -hmm. You know, you get tired and you don't have any ideas. So that can become, I have to do it. Yeah. But in the moment I switch it, you know, my body needs food because this is how the human body works. Mm -hmm. It works with food. Yeah. And then how can I satisfy that body needs with love? So I, know I need to cook a healthy food. I have to give it through or whatever I feel like yeah. I like to do it. So mm -hmm. that's, this the switch of it's a, just another perspective yeah, it is it's um i think it's that's how the project thing for me worked because then it's something i get to do and i can get, can have fun with it instead of that it looks like something difficult because i have had a phase in my life where i really didn't want to cook food anymore i didn't want to clean anymore didn't want to do anything like that anymore 
But then I had a bit of a, a change of heart at some point because I like eating good food. I like eating tasty food, food that really works for my body. So healthy and tasty is really my thing. So then I was saying, well, actually, I get to do this because then I also realized that, you know, I have people that I know that live in countries where things are less good. And for me, it's really easily accessible. So I can be grateful for the fact that I can buy the ingredients that I want that come from all over the globe, to be honest, and just make that food that I really enjoy. And then there was the other thing with, you know, cleaning. I really didn't want to do that for a while anymore, but then realized, well, I do really like the way it looks when it's done. I feel really satisfied. I can have that feeling quite regularly when I don't let it get out of hand, but do it quite regularly, then I can feel really grateful and satisfied. And that was an interesting thing as well to just, he's woken up <laughs> have the good feelings almost every day it was really nice i think the postman arrived <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah because i hear the neighbor dogs as well okay all the dogs in the neighborhood know when the postman arrives and that is frequently and they have to communicate they have to tell each other obviously yes obviously yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's funny but yeah and he's having fun with it so it's yeah. so. <laughs> He's having fun communicating the postman arrived. Yeah. 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 It's funny because he can't even see it, but clearly he has to make sure the rest of them they know as feel well. it. Oh, it's it's really funny because we have at the beginning of the road um, where one or two dogs are very quickly responding the moment the postman comes. And the moment the postman walks by there, it increases. And then the postman walks all over the neighborhood. And then you, you can just hear where the postman is. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> I think they smell it or yeah there's a way of you know I wonder whether they bark slightly different I've no idea but yeah because it's always a different postman they're not always the same cars either that they come with so we have about four different people coming here so I don't know he knows it all <laughs> I think so but he's literally laying here in, in the room he can't see anything he can't see outside or anything but he he just he picked up on the on the track I guess it's just it's, yeah, it's really interesting know. when you sit in the garden you can literally hear whether where the postman is so yeah it's funny anyway back to children <laughs> yeah back to children and their joy mm -hmm. and um <coughs> so yeah what i like you know about the children even they have hardship you know a, a child fell down yeah cry for two seconds and they went back yeah they do if we wouldn't do that, we wouldn't all be walking <laughs> because absolutely, we will absolutely. fall while trying. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's another thing that I love, you know. Okay, I'm sad for a moment. I'm suffering. I'm in pain. And then I'll go back to playing. Yeah. Because the pain tends to not last very long when you just give it some moment to feel it. Because then that's, that's one thing I've realized when I tried to, to really feel it because a child frequently is really focused on the pain but then very quickly because you don't have that full happening at that time anymore it starts to fade so the pain becomes quite quickly quite a lot less and then you can continue again and that i think that's probably with emotional suffering as well the moment it's the you know when it happens is the worst but then the pain keeps sitting there because you keep thinking about it but the moment you start to have this thing well i can do something else i can make it nicer and that's with physical and emotional pain, I think. The moment it, it happens is the worst. And then once it fades, we can move on. 
Absolutely. And depends on where, where we put our attention because mm-hmm. the child will immediately see something. Oh, that sounds fun. Yep. And that, okay, that's gone. I don't yep. care about my knees. Yeah. So yeah. So because they got, you know, oh, something, something's fun. So yep. yeah, that's could be a good idea. You know, when, whatever mm-hmm. we, we, we surprise, observe ourselves concentrating on the pain or suffering. Mm-hmm. Oh, what else I can concentrate with on? So it's, it's yeah. fun, fun. Yeah. And that's, that's what I've, I've practiced myself with thoughts. When I have negative thoughts, I can concentrate on those, but I can also try to find what can I do. So I have, you know, some music that I could play that will make me happier. There's, you know, going to one of my kids, having a conversation with them, not about the topic that's on my mind, but something that's fun. Or you know, there's so many different things I can do. Take the dog for a walk. Yeah. And the suffering goes because I'm just looking for something else that can take my mind off that or just you know, talking to, to someone online. There's, there's so many things I can do. And it all Absolutely. Helps. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So really uh, that's really changed your thoughts. And, yeah. and sometimes, you know, as Tony Robbins teaches us, that by changing the physiology, yep. your emotional mm-hmm. status will try, change. Yeah. You just, just do, just jump. Yeah. Just yeah, jump the, and just dance. One of the coaches I worked with um, a couple of years ago, he, he explained it in a really interesting way to me. And I'll never forget that because it's really funny because um, last month he and I talked about it. He'd actually forgotten how he'd explained it to me, <laughs> which was really cool as well. But he had this thing, negative thoughts are like a begging dog next to you. With the begging dog, you choose whether you give it attention or not. Negative thoughts are the same way. You choose whether to give it attention and feed it or you choose to ignore it. And the more you feed that dog begging dog next to you, the more it will sit there begging for more attention. Same with, with the negative thoughts. Yeah. The more you feed them, the, the more, more they will beg. pop up. Yeah, yeah they that will begging will come then. So the less attention you pay to them, the less frequently they're going to pop up because in your brain, you have this part of, you know, what wires together, fires together. Or no, what fires together, wires together. Yeah. When you start, when you start using certain thoughts all the time, they keep popping up. But when Absolutely. you don't anymore, you start using other thoughts and that keeps popping up and these bits in your brain become stronger. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. Yeah. So our mind is a bit of a begging dog. It basically is. And when he explained it's that, like... to me, it made total sense to me. I think he's moved on from that one in the meantime. Absolutely. So yeah, whoever this thing is have... such a good reminder. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good reminder because for you, we know who has a dog. I have a dog. And the minute you start giving food at the table, they will always, always come. Sit there. Yeah. They will sit there. And yeah. beg for more food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you train them not to come there, mm-hmm. or if you just once in a while give them some food, that's fine. Yeah. yeah so that's the mind. The mind works exactly like a dog. So we can yeah. just imagine we have a dog there, a dog yep. here. Yeah. It was what the really cool thing was is at that conversation, my dog was literally sitting next to me asking for attention. And that this thing, this just makes so much sense to me now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sign. Oh, yeah. The dog sign. It definitely was. He was sitting there while the coach was telling me. And I thought, wow, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it was one of those very enlightening moments. <laughs> yeah, I love the begging dog metaphor for, yeah. yeah it was yeah. a good one for me. Yeah. Right. How long have we okay. been talking? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably long we enough. Like chatter. <laughs> yeah, we like to chat. This is what we do for work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and we have a good time while at it. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Um, well, this was it for today. Yeah. Have, I hope enjoy. you guys found it really interesting. Let yes. me know what, what you think. Give some yeah. comments. And, and enjoy the, the International Children's Day from yes. the communist time. So yes. enjoy that and feel, yeah, let's have fun as a child, at least for five minutes today. Yeah, well, Just we can do more than five minutes, a, I think. I think we've already action. done five minutes. Yeah, yeah well, we've done more than five minutes, but you know. Yeah. Okay, okay let's Diana. do it. Okay. Diana. Okay, Diana. Thank you. Okay, Diana. Thank you. <laughs> See you next time. Bye-bye.